Welcome to Main Menu for the week of October 9, 2015. I'm your host, David Tanner, and it is very good to have you with us today on Main Menu. We hope you've had a good week this past week, and pleased to have you back here with us today on Main Menu. Well, you know we promised you last week that we were going to be having Dan Clark from Freedom Scientific with us today, but we've needed to move that back to next week. Dan has been very, very busy and on the road this week, and he is planning a very special program for us and wasn't quite ready for it for this week, but uh, it's going to be a very special program that Dan's going to be doing for us, and we really appreciate the extra effort that Dan is putting in to do this really exciting program next week on all the new features, and he'll be showing you all the new features in JAWS 17 and how they work, and we're really looking forward to having Dan with us next week. Well, we had also told you a week or so ago that we would be having more presentations from David Woodbridge, one of the main menu staff members, who will be doing a number of presentations on using iOS 9 on your various iOS devices. And David has done a number of short demos of various features and we are going to have those this evening. We will be hearing David do a presentation on the new text highlighting feature in iOS 9. And then he will give us a demonstration of the new voiceover practice area with the handwriting and screen braille writing features all together set up on the rotor and you will find that quite interesting I think it's kind of a neat thing to be able to practice your handwriting your braille writing and so forth right there in the voiceover practice area then he is going to show us how to reset the VO keys on your Bluetooth keyboard and the have not been able to do that before and so I think you'll find that really kind of nice that you can change things around and choose which keys you want to use for your VO keys on your Bluetooth keyboard with your iOS device. Then he will come to us with a short tutorial on setting up Hey Siri on your device so that you can just speak to Siri and not have to push the home button on your device you'll just be able to say hey Siri and it'll come up and you do what you want it to do and then finally David's going to give us a sample of what your day might be like using hey Siri with your iPhone 6s phone and that is rather interesting to see all of the things that you can do even with the screen locked on a big part of the things that he does that's the iOS part of our show. Then we have Mr. Greg Stilson, the product manager for Braille and GPS products for HumanWare, is going to come in and he's going to introduce and show us using and writing 
UEB Braille Math on the Braille Note Apex, and this is a new feature that just came out in the most recent firmware release of the Braille Note Apex and version 9.5 earlier this year. That's what's up on Main Menu this week, and we hope you will enjoy all of the features that you are going to be hearing here would remind you that in addition to having Dan Clark with us next week, Dan is also going to be presenting a webinar this coming Wednesday the 14th at 12 noon Eastern Time. You can get to that by going to www.freedomscientific.com training and there will be a link there to take you right to that webinar. And again, it's Wednesday the 14th at 12 noon Eastern Time. Welcome to this iOS 9 demonstration. And in this demonstration, I want to show you how to use the new selection text feature now available in your voiceover rotor when you're, of course, writing a document. So first of all, I'm just going to ask Siri to open up notes for me. Open notes. Okay, now I'm going to touch down the bottom right hand side of my screen. New note button. And there's the new note button in iOS 9 for notes. One finger double tap. Back button. Note. Text field. Is editing. Character mode. Insertion pointed start. Okay, and we're ready to go. So I'm just going to voice dictate something that we can then go back and edit again. So I'm going to say the quick brown fox jumped over the lazy dog and raced away into the bush never to be seen again. But I'm going to add more colors into the brown bit. And then I'll go back and show you how to select those particular items and what other selection items you have available as well. So here we go. The quick brown, green, yellow, pink fox jumped over the lazy dog and raced away into the bush never to be seen again. Again. Inserted the quick brown, green, yellow, pink fox jumped over the lazy dog and raced right into the bush never to be seen again. And of course I invoke dictation mode by doing a two finger double tap on the edit field to start dictation and two finger double tap to finish. So I want to go to the beginning of the line. So one finger double tap to take the insertion point to the beginning. Insertion point at start. Okay, and I'm going to rotate around to words. Words. And one finger flick down. The quick brown. Okay, so I'm now on brown. So one more to the right. Green. And of course I'm flicking down here. Now I'm going to get rid of the all the other colors. So I'm going to flick up to the beginning of green. Green. Because I'm in word mode. Now I'm going to do a two finger rotate around to the new selection menu. Characters. Language. Edit. Typing mode, text selection. Okay, there's our text swipe selection. Swipe right to expand selection. Swipe left to shrink selection. So it's swipe right to expand selection or swipe left to decrease selection. So first of all, I want to set my selection to word. I can do one finger flick up and down to adjust the selection type for the flick right and left gestures. So flick up. Select all. So I can select all. Page selection. Page selection. Line selection. Line selection. Word selection. Word selection, which is what I want. So now if I flick to the right. Green. So selected. green, selected, yellow, selected, yellow, selected, pink, selected, pink, selected, fox, selected. Okay, and there's fox, which I don't want to actually include in my selection because I want to keep the word fox. So I flip back to the left. Fox, unselected. And I've unselected that. Now if I want to check what I've selected, if I do a three finger tap on the screen. Selected text, green, yellow, pink, body, system font, regular, 17. Okay, it tells me what I've selected. So in this case, those three colors that I put in by accident. Okay, so I'm going to get rid of it, those three colors. So I'm going to do a two finger rotate around to edit. 
handwriting, words, lines, speech rate, volume, audio, duck punctuation, sounds, hints, braille screening, headings, text selection, typing mode, edit. So one finger flick up or down, doesn't really matter. So I'm going to do one finger flick up. Make checklist item, share, divine, paste, cut. Okay, and I want to cut it. Green, yellow, pink. Okay, that's now gone. So now if I rotate back around to Word. Language, characters, handwriting, words. Now flick up one finger. Brown, quick. Okay, quick. Quick. Brown. Brown. Fox. Fox. It's all gone. So if I keep going past it, fox. Jumped. Jumped. Over. Over. The. the lazy. Lazy. Dog. Dog. And, and. Rest. Okay, so I've got rest wrong. So if I go to character. Handwriting. Characters. And do one finger flick back. T. S. E. R. Okay. Romeo. It said rest rather than raced. So I want to leave the R there. So one finger flick down. R. Okay. Now normally I'd probably just go to the end of this word and press delete to get rid of it, but let's do it via the selection method anyway just to show you. So two finger rotate round to selection. Language. Edit. Typing mode. Text selection. Okay, text selection. So Swipe right up. to character selection. I want character selection. So now I'm going to flick to the right now. E. S. T. Selected. Okay, so I've selected E. S. T, which is the rest of the word for rest. And two finger rotate. Characters. Okay, rotate around to edit. Language. Edit. And I went the other way this time, it was a bit quicker. So flick up. Copy. Make checklist. I share. Divine. Replace. Paste. Cut. Okay, and double tap on that. Est. Okay, got rid of est. And it's going to type in A C E D. A A C C E E D D. Okay, and flick back around to word. Handwriting. Words. Flick up. Raced. Body. Okay, System for regular. Raced. But. Okay, that should have been away. Flick up. But. Let's go to the beginning of the word. Two finger rotate round to selection. Handwriting, characters, language, edit, typing mode, text selection. Okay, and flick up. S select or page selection, line select, word selection. Okay, on word, flick to the right. But, selected. Okay, there's but, which I want to get rid of. Okay, two finger rotate to edit. Handwriting, words, handwriting, character, language, edit. And flick up. Copy, make checklist, share, define, replace, paste, cut, but. Okay, and I'm typing away. A, A, W, W, A, A, Y, Y. Okay, so that got rid of that and I've replaced it with away. So let me just go to the beginning of the edit field. Insertion point at start. Okay, and if I do a two finger flick down. Note, text field is editing, character mode. The quick brown fox jumped over the lazy dog and raced away into the bush never to be seen again. It's really nice and easy now to do text selections. You basically put the cursor from where you want to start selecting from. Rotate around your voiceover writer to text selection. One finger flick up or down to choose what you want to select by with the right and left gestures, with the right gestures to expand it, left gesture to decrease the selection. So one finger flick up will take you through character, word, line, page, etc. And of course, as you flick to the right, it will actually highlight by that increment and flicking back to the left will decrease the selection by that increment. And as you highlight or unhighlight, it will read out to you what it's taking on or off in the selection. And if you want to just double check what you've actually highlighted, a three finger tap on the screen will actually read that back to you. And then of course, once you've made your selection, you then rotate around to edit and then choose cut, copy, paste, etc. depending on what you want to do. Let me press the home button to go back out of home. notes. Clock. And that completes this demonstration of using the fantastic new text selection feature in iOS 9 with VoiceOver. And as usual, thanks for listening and bye for now. Welcome to this iOS 9 demonstration for VoiceOver. 
And in this quick demo, I want to just show you the changes that you now have in voiceover practice, which people may find useful. To get to the voiceover practice, we need to go into settings, general, accessibility, voiceover. Now to get most of the way there, I'm just going to ask Siri to open up my accessibility settings by holding in the home button and just saying accessibility settings. Accessibility settings. Here are the settings for accessibility. If I just flick through with one finger to the right. General, back button, vision, heading, voiceover, on button. Okay, one finger double tap on voiceover. Voiceover, accessibility, back button. And flick down to the right. Voiceover, heading, voiceover, on Voiceover speaks items on the screen. Tap once to select an item. Double tap to activate the selected item. Swipe three fingers to scroll. Voiceover practice. Button. Now before I double tap on voiceover practice, there is two options that are now available if you have them turned on in your rotor. And of course they are handwriting mode and braille screen input. And people normally refer to that as BSI. If you have either one of those or both of them turned on in your rotor. So if I just flick down to the right. Speaking right, speaking right, speaking, use pitch check, use sound of speech, braille, rotor, button. Okay, in there. Then these will also come up in the voiceover practice as buttons, including the general voiceover practice. So let me just flick back to the left and I'll show you what happens. Braille, speech, use sound, use pitch, speaking, speaking right, speaking right, voiceover practice. Button. Okay, one finger double tap on that. Selected. General. Button. One okay, of three. So we've landed on general and it's now saying one of three. So general, of course, is our general voiceover gestures. So I was to touch the middle of the screen. Practice voiceover and gestures, commands and typing in this area. Select the done button in the top right corner and double tap to exit. So I flick to the right. Flick right. Move to next item. Flick left. Move to previous item. That was me flicking left. Now if I touch the top of the screen again on the top left hand side. Selected. General. Button, one of three, right. handwriting, button, two of three. And now I double tap on handwriting. Selected, handwriting, two of three. Touch the middle of the screen. Practice voiceover and gestures, commands and typing in this area. Select the done button in the top right corner and double tap to exit. So now if I do gestures in respect to handwriting mode, remember this is not how to handwrite, just the gestures for handwriting mode. If I do a two finger flick to the right. Two finger flick right, insert a space. Two finger flick to the left. Two finger flick left. Delete the last character. Two finger flick down. Two finger flick down. During text input, choose the next alternate character. On the web, select the next element. On the home screen, choose the next app. Okay, and so on. So back to the top left hand side again. General, button, one of three. Flick to the right. Selected, handwriting, braille, button, and three of three. Braille, one finger double tap on braille. Landscape, home button to the right. Okay, Settings. let's change my Search landscape field. mode. Double tap so to if edit. I now touch the middle of the screen. Practice voiceover and gestures, commands and typing in this area. Select the done button in the top right corner and double tap to exit. So if I do my two finger flick to the right. Two finger flick right. During text input, press the return key. On the two home screen, open an app. Two finger flick left. Delete the last word. Okay, and I'll just sneak in a new command for Braille screen input here. Three finger flick up. Three finger flick up. Lock or unlock the orientation of Braille screen input. Okay, lock or unlock the orientation for Braille screen input. And same finger, three finger flick down. Three finger flick down. Lock or unlock the orientation of Braille screen input. Okay, now I want to get back to the other voiceover practice item. So touch the top left hand side of the screen and I've got my phone in landscape mode. General, button, one of three. It's general, double tap. Portrait. 
Okay, we're back to portrait mode and I'm back to my normal gestures on the screen. Now, I just want to give you a bit of a tip here. So I'm going to flick over and choose handwriting. Handwriting button. And one two of three. Double tap. Selected. Handwriting. Two of three. Okay, so that's now selected. I'm just going to press the home button now to home. come out of there. Now, I'm going to invoke the voiceover practice now with the four finger double tap. Starting help. To stop help, perform a four finger double tap or two finger scrub or press escape on the keyboard. Now, if I touch the screen. Touch. Draw letters and numbers on the screen to input text, passwords, web search, table navigation and launching apps. Okay, I'm in handwriting mode because that's what I had set in voiceover practice in the voiceover panel itself. As far as I know at the moment, the only way to get that back is to go back into accessibility settings. Open settings. General. Okay, flick to the right. Selected. Handwriting. Button. Two of three. And I'm back in settings to the voiceover practice because that's where I was before in settings. So flick back to the left. General. Button. One of three. Double tap on general. Selected. General. One of three. And just to be nice and clean, I press the home, home. button again to come out. Now I'm going to invoke the voiceover practice four finger double tap again. Starting help. To stop help, perform a four finger double tap or two finger scrub and or press the escape screen. on the keyboard. Touch. Select item under your finger. Okay, and now we're back to the voiceover gestures. If you don't actually have braille screen input and handwriting mode on, it'll just default directly to general and you won't have those other two options there for handwriting or braille screen input if you've got them turned on. You'll just get the normal voiceover practice, whether you invoke it from the voiceover panel or just via the four finger double tap. The only thing you've got to juggle is when you ever have handwriting or braille screen input turned on, you've got to make sure you're in the one you want to use when you invoke it via the four finger double tap. So that completes this quick demo of the new voiceover practice in iOS 9. Hope you've enjoyed listening to the demo. Thanks for listening and bye for now. Welcome to this iOS 9 voiceover demonstration. And in this demonstration, I want to show you how you can change the modifier keys on your Bluetooth keyboard with voiceover to use the caps lock key or the control option key or the caps lock and the control option key, depending on what you want to do at the same time. Welcome to this iOS 9 voiceover demonstration. And in this demonstration, I want to show you the new feature in iOS 9 with voiceover, where you can use the option to modify your voiceover keys from the control and option key to the caps lock key, or the ability to be able to use both the control option and the caps lock key at the same time, if you so wish, depending on where your hands on the keyboard and you might find it more convenient to use the caps lock or the control option key when you're navigating with voiceover on your iOS device. So I'm going to ask Siri to go to my voiceover settings for me. I'll down the home button. Open voiceover settings. Here are the settings for voiceover. Now I happen to know that the modifier keys option, the new option that we want to get to is right down the bottom of this window. And because I've got my quick nav keys turned on, of course that's toggled on and off with the left and right arrow keys, I'm going to jump down to the bottom of the voiceover panel window here with control and down arrow. Double tap timeout 0.25s button. Okay, we're down the bottom. Now because I've got quick nav turned on, I'm just going to press the left arrow. Large cursor, navigate images, always speak notification, modifier keys, caps lock, button. Okay, and that's what we want to get to. So I'm going to press select on modifier keys. 
voiceover back button okay now i'll press right arrow modifier keys heading and modifier keys is a heading control plus option control plus option selected caps lock and at the moment i've just got caps lock selected so if i pressed caps lock k at the moment starting help to stop help perform a four finger double tap or two finger scrub or okay, press into voiceover keyboard. keyboard help press escape escape escapes the current context and if i try and do Stopping control help. option at the moment and k nothing happens if i go back to the left with my left arrow with quick nav control plus option and turn that one back on again with up and down for quick nav selected control plus option i've now got both of them turned on so i've now got control option or caps lock key to be used as my voiceover modifier keys on my bluetooth keyboard here so now if i press vo or control option k starting help to stop help i've got that going in four finger double escape. Escape. and if i do caps lock k starting help to stop help okay, i've control. got to help as well so pressing escape escape and of course if you've got the caps lock key selected but you still want to be able to use the caps lock key for when you're typing in text if you press the caps lock key twice caps lock on i've turned caps lock on press it again twice caps lock off i've turned it off and finally if you just wanted to be able to just use the good old control and option keys as before then you can turn the caps lock key selection off so if i just check where i am i'm just going to go off to the right, right selected arrow. caps lock and there it is so i want to unselect it so i'm just going to do up and down caps lock so now i've unselected it so if i now press my caps lock key it turns on straight away now caps lock on caps lock off okie dokie and of course control option k starting help still works to stop escape. escape as with os x 10.11 lk 10 you now have the options to choose the control option key caps lock and control option or just control option as your modifier keys to use with voiceover on either ios 9 here on your ios device and of course in el capitan on your mac i'm going to put mine to both caps lock and control option so i'm going to turn the caps lock one back on again with up and down to select it selected caps lock and left arrow selected so control plus option and i just wanted to make sure that control option was still selected which it was to go back to the home screen i can just press either control option h or vrh or caps and h home messages and there we go that completes this ios 9 demonstration for changing the modifier keys for voiceover using your bluetooth keyboard and of course that's changed in voiceover settings modifier keys and you can select both caps lock or control option to be on together or either one depending on what you feel like at any particular time so that completes the demo as always thanks for listening and bye for now Welcome to this iOS 9 demonstration. And for this demo, I want to take you through using the Siri Hey Siri tutorial setup so that you can allow Siri to better recognize your voice when you're using the Hey Siri function, which of course can be set on all the time if you're using the new iPhone 6S or 6S Plus, or of course, when you've got your other iOS devices that runs iOS 9 plugged into power. So I'm just going to ask Siri to open up settings for me. Open settings. Okay, let me flick down to general. Settings. Airplane mode. Wi-Fi. Bluetooth. Mobile. 
Personal hots. Carrier. Notification. Control send. Do not dist. General. Button. One finger double tap on general. Settings. And we flick down to Siri. General. About. Software up. Siri. Button. Finger double tap on Siri. General. Back button. And we flick down to the right again to get to Hey Siri. 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 Press and hold the home button. Allow Hey Siri. Off. Double tap okay. to toggle so settings. That's the toggle button that I've currently got mine turned off at the moment to show in this demo. So if I flick to the right. You can speak to Siri without pressing the home button by saying Hey Siri when connected to power. Okay, so that's the default option at the moment on my iPhone 6 Plus when it's connected to power to use Hey Siri. If I flick back to Allow Hey Siri. One finger double, double tap, tap to toggle set cancel hey button. Now I've got a cancel button. If I flick to the right now, set up Hey Siri. Set up Hey Siri. This helps Siri recognize your voice when you say Hey Siri. Okay, this helps Siri recognize your voice when you say Hey Siri. So I flick to the right again. Set up now button. And set up now. So one finger double tap. Step one of five. Say Hey Siri into the iPhone. One of five. Cancel button. Hey Siri. Step two of five. Say Hey Siri again. Hey Siri. Step three of five, say hey Siri, one more time. Hey Siri. Step four of five, say, hey Siri, how's the weather today? Hey Siri, how's the weather today? Step five of five, now say, hey Siri, it's me. Hey Siri, it's me. Hey Siri is ready. Okay, hey Siri is now ready, so you could hear it when it was prompting me to say something. And then I could just respond back. And basically, it won't proceed if it can't hear you properly. So if I flick to the right. Siri will recognize your voice when your iPhone is connected to power and you say, Hey Siri, done right. button. There's that done button. One finger double tap. Done. Siri, allow Hey Siri on. Okay, so the double tap toggle to button toggle is setting. now on. And it's ready to go for Siri to better recognize your voice when you use Hey Siri. So I press the home button to come out of there. Home. Calendar. And that completes this demonstration of setting up the Hey Siri tutorial in iOS 9. As usual, thanks for listening and bye for now. Welcome to this demonstration of using the magic word H-E-Y Siri or when I'm not trying to say that word because you'll start activating is Ahoy Siri on my iPhone 6s, both at the lock screen and on the standard home screens, apps, etc. Keep in mind when I'm doing this demonstration with the Ahoy Siri function, I won't be actually touching my iPhone at all unless I have to complete a command with Ahoy Siri that requires me to unlock my screen or otherwise if I've actually unlocked my iPhone with the Touch ID via the home button, the Ahoy Siri function hands-free works regardless of whether you're on power or not. On the previous iPhones, those phones had to be plugged into power for the Ahoy Siri function to work. And I've certainly tried both the Ahoy Siri function on the internal mic and also using headphones, and both of them have worked just as well as each other. And I guess one final point about having the Ahoy Siri function on all the time is that when you initially set up your iPhone 6S or iPhone 6S Plus, you're actually asked to go through the Ahoy Siri training tutorial, which basically gets Siri to recognize your voice better. But I find one side effect of that, which I don't know if it's actually official or not, but it certainly helps around in my house, 
if that anybody else tries to use the Siri magic words, most of the time that person's voice is ignored. It really only responds to my voice at the moment, at least in my household. I'm not too sure if that's an outcome of training Siri to better hear the Ahoy Siri command, but it certainly has helped in our family situation. For this demonstration to make it a little bit more real, I just want to go through some exercises I use the Hey Siri function for when I get up in the morning, check a few things, travel to work, do my work day, travel home again, the evening and on weekends, all done mainly using Ahoy Siri from the lock screen. And I'll apologize in advance to those people that I'm going to spend the next quite a bit of while doing the magic Ahoy Siri word. But here we go. So let's start with the morning. So the first thing I normally like to check after my alarm has gone off is what the time is. Hey Siri, what is the time? It's 2.53 p.m. And just in case I'm totally confused. Now, again, remember, this is at my lock screen. I haven't unlocked my iPhone yet. Hey Siri, what's the date today? It's Saturday, the 3rd of October, 2015. Just in case I'm a bit unsure about the weather. Hey Siri, what is the temperature today? The high for today will be 32 degrees Celsius and the low will be 17 degrees Celsius. And I'm pretty sure it's not going to rain, but we'll check anyway. Hey Siri, will it rain today? It doesn't look like it's going to rain. Now sometimes when I get up early, I've got to call people overseas. So I also like to check if I'm going to do that, what the time in that particular country is or city. So I can also check, hey Siri, what is the time in London? In London, England, it's 5.54am. Now particularly when I'm away in the mornings, I like to just do manual alarms rather than interfering with my alarms at home on my other iPhone. So, hey Siri, do I have any alarms set? You don't have any alarms. In which case, I will set an alarm for tomorrow. Hey Siri, set an alarm for 6am for tomorrow. Your alarm set for 6am. Can always delete it. Hey Siri, delete the 6am alarm. I deleted your 6am alarm. Now this one's going to require to unlock my home screen. Hey Siri, open ABC Radio. You one. So unlock my screen, my Touch ID. Okay, and there's ABC Radio playing. And of course I can do the magic voiceover two finger double tap to stop that. And let's just lock my screen again with the power button. Screen locked. So that's basically most of my activities in the morning. And then of course, travel to work. So I can say something like, Hey Siri, give me directions to work. Getting directions to work. And of course, this also requires me to unlock my phone. So I'm just going to unlock it. Cause of the touch ID. Maps. Current location. Sneewar Avenue. Narara. Starting route to Chuman Street. Head southeast on Niwa Avenue. Okay. Now the reason why I like using maps, particularly with the Ahoy Siri command, is the fact that I can stop navigation like this. Hey Siri, stop navigation. Alright. Done. David. And there we go, I'll stop navigation. The only thing I wish Siri could do was actually lock the screen, because if I try, hey Siri, lock screen. To get to the lock screen, just press the power button, then the home button. <laughs> okay, so I have to do it myself. So I'm just going to lock my screen again. Power button on the side. Screen locked. Now one thing I can use the lock screen if I'm on the bus and I don't want to run maps or don't want to get my phone out of my pocket, for example. I can just say something like, hey Siri, where am I? You're on the 6th Avenue, Narara. Okay, so I can always check where I am, which is really, really good. And then when I'm at work, I can check my appointments when I walk in the door. Hey Siri, do I have any appointments today? You had an appointment at 3pm. Would you like to hear more about it? No. Now sometimes people will actually give me a ring and say, can you do an appointment next Friday? And let me just check if I've got any appointments on that day. Hey Siri, do I have any appointments next Friday? 
Friday, you have five appointments at 9.30, 10 a.m., 3, 5, and 7 p.m. Oh my goodness. If I wanted to make an appointment on that Friday, but I've got too much on, I could also say, ahoy Siri, make dentist appointment at 10 a.m. on Friday the 9th of October, for example. And these next three quickly are probably one of my favorite ones, particularly for work. And of course they are, hey Siri, have I had any missed calls? You have one missed call from David Woodbridge at 12.19 p.m. You'll need to unlock your iPhone to see the rest. Okay, which is cool. Hey Siri, do I have any missed messages? You have a message from Message Bank and a message from Jessica from Message Bank. Sent today at 12.20 it says, Call 101 inches you have two new voice messages. Would you like to reply? No. Next, from Jessica Sent today at 12.49 it says, Awesome, thank you. Want to reply? Yes. Okay, what do you want to say to Jessica? Thanks for that, comma, and just ignore my reply, comma, I'm just testing, smile, full stop, of course, with my podcast, full stop. Your message to Jessica says, thanks for that, and just ignore my reply, I'm just testing, smile, course, with my podcast. Ready to send it? Send. Done. And finally, hey Siri, do I have any unread emails? You'll need to unlock your iPhone first. Have I touched my screen? I can hear the fact that the keypad's on the screen, so I'm going to do a touch ID on my home button. You have 12 new emails since the 22nd oh of September 2015. <laughs> Here are the latest three. Shall I read them to you? Yes. The latest was sent at 12.32pm from Paris via Twitter with the subject, Paris, at Paris, retweeted your tweet. At 12.01pm, you received an email from Thomas with the subject, Bug Reports. At 11.14am, you received an email from Facebook, subject, David, you have one new notifications, one close friend update and one event invite. There are more, shall I read them all? No thank you. Okay. I just can't believe I said no thank you just then. So those three options about missed calls new messages and new emails is really, really fantastic. Now this next one requires me to actually unlock my screen again because I'm going to send an email. Hey Siri, send an email to David Woodbridge. Passcode field, zero of four values entered. Okay, so unlock my screen again on the touch ID on the home button. Which email address for David Woodbridge? Work, home? Home. What's the subject of your email? Testing Ahoy Siri. Okay, what would you like the email to say? This is a quick test of Ahoy Siri for my podcast on Ahoy Siri demo on my iPhone 6S. Here's your email message to David Woodbridge. It says, this is a quick test of Ahoy Siri is my podcast on Ahoy Siri demo on my iPhone 6S. Mm, close enough. Ready to send it? Send. Okay, David, I'll send it. And of course, I could have also said cancel or change, etc. there. So I'm going to lock my screen again. In the power button. Screen lock. There's my email just pre-received on my Mac. Okay, so now we're back to being able to do commands on the lock screen again. You can actually dial work. Hey Siri, dial 13008474466. Calling 13008474466 on speaker. Okay, that's going to be on my speaker on my phone. Okay, and it's on the weekend, so I'm going to do a T-finger double tap to hang up. Or, of course, I could actually dial a mobile number. 
So I can say, hey Siri, call David Woodbridge Mobile. Calling David Woodbridge Mobile on speaker. hopefully it's going to pick up my other iPhone just sitting here next to me. Back on speaker. Oh, that's my Vision Australia Mobile. Okay, I'll just hang up on that one. Okay, I'm going to create a note because I'm going shopping this afternoon after finished work, for example. So I can say, hey Siri, create a note. What would you like the note to say? Please remember to pick up wine at the shops this afternoon. Creating your note. Okay, I created your note. It says, please remember to pick up wine at the shops this afternoon. Hey Siri, what was my last note? Okay, and unlock screen because if I touch it, One. there's the keypad on the screen. So touch ID on home button. One sec. Here's what I found. So I'm going to touch the top of my screen. Here's what I found. And flick to the right. Notes. Heading. Please remember to pick up wine at the shops this afternoon. Okay, which is fine. Okay, so I press my home button. 3.10pm. I'm actually back at the lock screen again. Unlike maps that basically opened up the iPhone, on the notes one I can just return straight to the lock screen. Okay, so let me lock my lock screen again. Screen locked. So the next one is about reminders. So I can say, hey Siri, remind me next Tuesday at 10am to ring Apple. Okay, I'll remind you. And I can send a tweet also from my lock screen or a Facebook post. I'm just going to do Twitter. I haven't tried Facebook. Currently don't use Facebook that much. So I can say, hey Siri, post to Twitter. Just testing again on my iPhone 6S with the Ahoy Siri function. Here's your tweet. It says, just testing again on my iPhone 6S with the Ahoy Siri function. Ready to send it? Cancel. Okay, I won't send it. I could have said post or send to send it. I'm actually going to unlock my screen now with my touch ID and my home button. Messages. Two in red messages. You can also do this, of course. Hey Siri, open at www.appleevis.com. Safari, reader available. Skip to main content. In page link. Okay, now a really cool feature, speak screen, which you can turn on in settings, general accessibility, speech and speak screen is to get Siri to read back the screen. I can say, hey Siri, speak screen. Skip to main content, Apple this, login, register, submit content, donate, help, main menu, apps, forum, blog, okay, podcast, let's see if this works. iOS and hey OS Siri, 10 stop. Okay, so that seemed to shut it up, so that's fine. <laughs> Let me just see what the interface actually says on the screen. Listen, help, I paused it. Oh good, I paused it, that did work, very good. Okay, so, now those commands that I have introduced are the ones that I tend to use myself for just pottering around at work. Let me just dismiss the Siri interface. Hey Siri, goodbye. Debugs, guides, okay, and we're back reviews, to the main homepage. Search form, search, search. Welcome to Apple this and it started talking again, so I'm just going to do a two-figure double tap, and it stops it. I'm just randomizing this a little bit so it doesn't get so boring. I'm just going to lock my screen again. This is a really cool one, particularly when you're traveling. Hey Siri, turn on low power mode. Okay, I turned on low power mode. Hey Siri, turn off low power mode. Okay, I turned off low power mode. And this is when I'm going home, finally, so I've left work for the day after all that lengthy time. Because my wife picks me up from work in the afternoons rather than me getting the bus, because all our boys' activities are after school and near my work, I like to check where my wife is on Find My Friend, so I can say, Hey Siri, where is Ellen Woodbridge? Looking for Ellen Woodbridge. Okay, I'll touch my screen. Ellen Woodbridge is in Wyoming, NSW. 
Use the router so to access points of interest. At the moment, Ellen's at Wyoming this afternoon when I'm doing this recording. And then I can also send a message to my wife. Hey Siri, send a message to Ellen Woodbridge. Just checking that you're okay to pick me up this evening. Your message to Ellen Woodbridge says, Just checking that you're okay to pick me up this evening. Ready to send it? Cancel. Okay, never mind then. Of course, I could have said send or change, etc. for that. But, and then, of course, when I've arrived home for my wife picking me up, I tend to unlock my phone at this point, press my home button to go back to my home screen. Home. So I want to check what the temperature is in my house so I can say, Hey Siri, open Netatmo. Netatmo, menu. And I'm going to use the speak screen command again just to check what the temperature is in my house without touching voiceover on my iPhone. So I can say... Hey Siri, speak screen. Menu. Last update time, Saturday, the 3rd of October at 3.24pm. Outdoor temperature, 27.4 degrees C. Min outdoor temperature, 13.9 degrees C. Max outdoor temperature, 27.4 degrees C. Outdoor humidity, 51%. Outdoor feels like, 28 degrees C. Outdoor air quality, 53 good main pollutant, ozone 4. Haraberidge, Wyong 1pm New South Wales, indoor comfort, 36 very good comfortable situation, indoor, indoor temperature, 23.7 degrees C, Great. indoor hey temperature, Siri, 19... And I'm going to open up Wemo because I also need to check if the lights are on in the house or not. So I can say, hey Siri, open Wemo. 0.2 degrees C, max indoor temperature, 23.7 degrees C, open Wemo, acoustic comfort, I'm going to do a two-finger double tap to stop the previous screen from speaking. So now I'm in the Wemo application, so I can say the speak screen again. Hey Siri, speak screen. Electric blanket David devices. David is off. Button. Electric blanket Ellen is off. Entry indoor is off. 40%. Entry outdoor is off. 40%. Kitchen radio is off. Lamp Lachlan is off. Lamp master bedroom is off. Okay, so I can quickly check the status of the lights, the lamps, and the electric blankets, which we're not using really anymore because now it's spring in here in Australia. So now that I've actually checked the indoor temperature and whether the lights are on or off and so on, I can now start cooking and I want to set my timer for dinner. So, hey Siri, set timer for 25 minutes. Okay, 25 minutes and counting. And of course, when I'm cooking, I want to check what the timer is up to. So I can say, hey Siri, check timer. Okay, here's the timer. It's running at 24 minutes and 42 seconds. Okay, so in reality, I'd probably check that in about 10 minutes. And I can do, hey Siri, cancel timer. Okay, I stopped the timer and reset it to 25 minutes. Okay, I've also reset it. And if I also happen to be timing the frozen vegetables, for example, because we're in a hurry, I can say, hey Siri, set timer for three minutes. Okay, three minutes and counting. And again, I can check it. Hey Siri, check timer. Okay, here's the timer. It's running at 2 minutes and 52 seconds. Hey Siri, cancel timer. Okay, I stopped the timer and reset it to 3 minutes. While cooking, I like to listen to a bit of music, so I can say, Hey Siri, play Beats 1. Okay, and then, Hey Siri, stop music. Now on the weekends, I like to listen to a bit of podcasts, so I can say, Hey Siri, play MacBreak Weekly podcast. Okay, and I can say, hey Siri, stop playing. And if I want to relax a bit and listen to a bit of natural sounding stuff while I'm actually doing a bit of housework, I can say, hey Siri, play the album Ultimate Ocean Waves. Okay, so there's my ocean waves playing in the background, a bit of relaxation. And then if I want to check the name of that particular track, of course I can say, hey Siri, what's playing? 
This is Ocean Waves with Rain for Massage and Sound Therapy by Natural White Boys. Okay, let's come back to the music. Hey Siri, play next track. Okay, so here's a different track. So again, I can just check. Hey Siri, what's this track? Sounds like pure beach waves on the sandy shore. Lapping water sounds by natural white noise to me. <laughs> Very cute. Okay, so let's stop the music playing and the ocean waves. Hey Siri, stop playing. Since we're coming up to Christmas again and we're going to do a bit of Christmas shopping, like check how many days we've got to go to Christmas. Hey Siri, how many days to go to Christmas? It's 83 days until then. That's good because we've already done most of our shopping mainly. We're about to go shopping, of course, some stage and I always get a little bit confused sometimes how to spell a few things on our shopping list. So you can also say to Siri, hey Siri, spell the word yogurt. Yogurt. Y-O-G-H-U-R-T Or my sometimes ask me for a definition of something on the weekends while he's doing his homeworks. Hey Siri, give me the definition of atmospheric. Atmospheric means relating to the atmosphere of the earth. Yeah, oh, that was a very precise definition. And of course we can get stuff from Wikipedia. Hey Siri, tell me about the International Space Station. There's a Wikipedia article about International Space Station. Would you like me to read it to you? Yes. The International Space Station ICE, okay, and of course is a we space can say, station. Hey Siri, stop. This is another really good one, particularly when we're going shopping a fair way away from our suburb, is, hey Siri, what is the nearest petrol station? The closest one I found is BP Express Wyoming on Pacific Highway in Wyoming. Want to try that one? Yes. Great. I can call or get directions. Just tell me what you'd like to do. Directions. Getting directions to BP Express Wyoming. Maps. Current location, 21 Avenue, Narara. Starting route to BP Express Wyoming. Head southeast on New Avenue, then turn left onto Gill Drive. Okay, and off we go. So I'm going to ask Siri to stop navigating now. Hey Siri, stop navigation. Okay, I've stopped navigating. Power button. Screen locked. Oh, screen's locked. A couple of things I wish Siri would actually do, which she currently doesn't do. You can't answer or hang up a call using Siri, which would be really nice for hands-free. You can't check the battery level. You can't quit an application, which would be really nice to quit it or to unload it out of memory, i.e. via the app switcher, for example. But besides that, as you can tell, most of the time, I didn't really need to touch my iPhone at all. And most of the time it was really just pressing the home button with the touch ID to unlock the phone to allow access to certain functions and then go back to the lock screen or to carry on using applications when the phone basically is unlocked. So that completes this demonstration of the Ahoy Siri function on the iPhone 6S. And in just case you were wondering, the reason why I've been saying Ahoy Siri when I haven't had to give Siri a command was to hopefully try and give you folks listening to this a bit of a break from your phones activating all the time when you say hey siri so that completes the demo and as always thanks for listening and bye for now here at acb radio's main menu we are always looking for feedback from our listeners if you have any feedback about something that you have heard here on main menu suggestions for things you would like to hear on future programs or if you are able to record a product demonstration or interview for us, please get in contact with us by sending an email to mainmenu at acbradio.org. That's mainmenu at acbradio.org. You can also get in contact with us via Twitter. 
Our Twitter page is at www.twitter.com slash mainmenu, or you can follow at mainmenu with your favorite Twitter client. Finally, all of our contact information, past shows, and more can be found on our website at mainmenu.acbradio.org. Thank you for listening to Main Menu, and we look forward to hearing from you with your thoughts about our program. Hello again, and thanks for tuning in to another Keysoft 9.5 snapshot video. My name is Greg Stilson, and I'm HumanWare's product manager of Braille and GPS products. If you're not familiar with the Keysoft 9.5 video series, it's something we started in Keysoft 9.3, uh, right before we released 9.3, just to introduce you to short videos regarding the new features that are coming in the, the new version, and how these uh, features will impact your daily usage with the Braille Note Apex. So as much of the world is now shifting over or has shifted over to the unified English Braille code, uh, something that has always been lacking in electronic Braille has been access to math content. Uh, being able to input math and have it uh, output in a readable format for a sighted uh, teacher or a colleague. And we really bridged this gap in Keysoft 9.4 as the Braille Note Apex was the first device to ever allow a student to be able to type in perfect Nemeth Braille and have the text-to-speech voice read it correctly and have it print out in a form that the sighted teachers would be able to actually read it. And this was really revolutionary. It was something that uh, has never been done in an electronic Braille product before. And the response was overwhelming by teachers and students that this was something that was extremely valuable. Well, as the rest of the world starts to ship o shift over to unified English Braille, uh, this was a need that hadn't been fulfilled yet. And we're happy to say that in Keysoft 9.5, math Braille uh, is supported when using Unified English Braille. So how does it work? Um, well, what we're going to do is I'm going to walk you through writing a an equation or a, a, a numeric formula or whatever uh, using Unified English Braille. And UEB is not my forte, and so I'm going to show you a great feature of Keysoft 9.5 called the Symbol Selector that was introduced with Nemeth Braille as well that will allow you to really learn Unified English Braille in general, along with Unified English Braille math, much, much easier. So what we're going to do is we're going to go into the word processor by pressing W. I'm at the main menu. Main menu. And I'm going to hit W for word processor. Word menu. And we're going to go ahead and open a document. Open a document. So I press space bar until I find open a document and press enter. Folder name. And I'm going to space bar until I find my general folder. List of general. There's my general folder and I'll press enter. Okay, and this is my UEB document. If I press enter, you'll hear UEB is required. UEB is required. And it's a you know, blank document. I have to use UEB at this point because it was originally created in UEB. And I can just type in my name. Okay. So I wrote my name at the at the top of the assignment. Now I I know very little UEB in general. I'm, I'm, I learned uh, grade one, grade two Braille, and I, I hadn't really learned UEB uh, very well myself. I'm in the process of learning it right now. But I learned that the Apex now has a symbol selector 
in and it has actually had a symbol selector for UEB for quite some time um, however that symbol selector didn't really include a whole lot of math content now we're happy to say that with Keysoft 9.5 that math content is uh, usable via the symbol selector as well so I know that for example I can type in the, the traditional number I can type in number sign and seven. seven and it'll show up seven. Um, at that stage I just deleted it but for more advanced things like for fractions for example if I'm gonna write an equation let's say I'm gonna write the equation 1 over 2x plus 3y minus 4 equals 34 okay off the top of my head I don't know the fraction symbols in UEB however Keysoft does so in this case I can go into the Keysoft symbol selector by pressing backspace and 3 5 and you hear UEB symbol table list basically what this means is that there's a list of categories of items that you can find of symbols that are grouped together in categories and I can just use first letter navigation to find them so for example if I want to go through I'll just press spacebar so there's my letters and numbers and there's so many categories in this in this list that give you the opportunity to learn not only UEB math but UEB in general I'll go through some of the categories by just pressing spacebar so there's the accents punctuation symbols other symbols type forms symbols for the transcriber Miscellaneous indicator symbols, numbers, coinage and measurement symbols, operation and comparison signs. Okay, so there's a ton of different symbols that you can learn just by going into the category and selecting them. So in this case, I'm going to start a, a math passage by pressing dots 5, 6 to start a passage. That's one thing I do know. And now once I've started a math passage, I'm going to go back into that symbol selector and see if I can figure out how to open a fraction. So I'll do backspace 3-5 again. And I'll hit F for fractions. fractions roots, superscripts, and subscripts. So fractions, roots, superscripts, and subscripts. That sounds like where the open fraction indicator would be, so I'm going to press enter. List of fractions, roots, and I'll press spacebar. Simple numeric fraction line dots three, four. Okay, that's the fraction line. That's not what I want. General fraction line That's the general fraction line. I will need that in a second. And what's very nice is that it tells you the dot combination that's required. I can both see it and I can hear dots, uh, dots four six dots three four. So now I'm going to press space again. General fraction open indicator dots one two three five six. Dots one two three five six general fraction open indicator. If I press enter it inserts it right into the document. Now you may not be able to see it yet because the thing with UEB is that the same symbols can mean different things in different contexts. So you'll notice that things don't get translated until the user presses the spacebar. So I've inserted in my document, I see it in Braille, the open fraction indicator. Now I'll do number sign one. Open fraction. And you hear it speak, open fraction, number sign one. Now I need to create that general fraction line. Now I remember from the symbol list it was dots four six dots three four. I just learned that just by going through the symbol list. But if I don't remember it, I can go back to the symbol list by pressing dots three four. I apologize. Backspace and three five, and I'll press F for fractions. Fraction. List of and I got to find that general fraction line. So I'll spacebar twice. General fraction line dots four six dots three four. I'll press enter. It's now inserted in my document. I'll do number sign two. Open fraction one over two. Open fraction one over two. And now I need to close that fraction. So I'll do 
backspace 3-5 again. F for fraction. Fractions. List of fractions. And I need to find that closed fraction. General fraction open it. General fraction close indicator dots two. There it is. General fraction close indicator. And I see that it's uh, basically the width symbol. That's uh, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Okay. If I press space. Open fraction 1 over 2 close fraction. You see on the screen open fraction 1 over 2 close fraction. So on the screen it's actually using the abbreviation open frac 1 over 2 close frac. Okay. Now let's say I need to do the plus symbol. Well I don't remember how to do that but I saw an option there that said operations. So if I do a, the symbol list again backspace 3 5 and I'll do O for operations. Other symbol type operation. And now press enter on operations. List of and I see now that the plus is dot five followed by dots two three five. So if I press enter, let's say now I want to do three y. So I'll do number sign Open fraction one over two close fraction plus three, three y. And then I know off the top of my head that minus is dot five dots three six minus, and we'll do number. Open fraction one over two close fraction plus three y minus sign. Four. And I know uh, off the top of my head that equals is dots uh, five dots two three five six equals, equals thirty four. So if I read this line, open fraction one over two close fraction plus three y minus sine four equals thirty four. What you what I just did was I wrote an entire equation without knowing about three-fourths of the symbols that I wrote in that equation off the top of my head. So the symbol selector is a fantastic tool to not only assist you in writing equations but to help teach you the actual math symbols because just seeing it for example just seeing that general fraction line in the uh, symbol selector list taught me that dots four six dot three four was that general fraction line. I didn't have to go back and look at it again. It's mixing that multimodal feedback of the braille dots that you feel on the screen with the speech output that tells you dots four six dots three four is the general fraction line that'll really help the student memorize or, the, or not just the student but the person trying to learn UEB or UEB math in general try to memorize the uh, the the symbol for later on. So I hope you find this new feature of UEB math inside of the word processor using UEB and the UEB symbol selector. I hope you find that useful in your daily tasks. Once again, my name is Greg Stilson and stay tuned for future Keysoft 9.5 tutorial videos. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you again for stopping by to be with us here on Main Menu today. Don't forget to be with us again next week for Dan Clark from Freedom Scientific and the introduction to JAWS 17 new features. Have a great week and we'll see you soon here on Main Menu.